You're listening to the Secrets of Successful Business Podcast, your go-to source for business tips, tricks, and proven strategies that will help you create a streamlined and profitable business. We chat to the best minds in business about their journey. I think there's a lot to be said for naivety. You achieve a lot when you don't quite know. How they started. Hard work doesn't necessarily mean more money. What they learned along the way. I think we do just overcomplicate things and think we have to. And of course, we'll ask them for their secret sauce for creating a successful business. We need to build real emotional connections with our customers that go beyond what we sell. Join us as we take a sneak peek behind the curtain. Talk solutions for those business pain points, working smarter, not harder, mindset, and the challenges of fitting it all in with the demands of today's busy lifestyle. If you're a business owner, side hustler, or just starting your business journey, this podcast is for you. Now, here's your host, business coach, and content creator, Justine McLean from Flossy Creative. Hello, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. In case we haven't met, I'm Justine, a small business owner on a mission to uncover and share the secrets of creating and running a profitable, sustainable and successful business. I've been in business for over 20 years now, and I get to use all that I've learned along the way to help other women in business reduce the overwhelm, gain visibility around their numbers, charge what they're worth and make more money. It's about designing a life you love that fits into your definition of success. So if I can help you create the profitable business you deserve, please reach out. Now, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. What's your approach to business? Are you the planner, the hustler, or just super hopeful that all of those things up in your vision board will magically become reality? Perhaps you're the big picture person, or maybe you're the one in the trenches doing all the things. No matter how you approach business, it seems that over the last two years, most of us have bought into the hustle culture. It's now firmly in the vernacular, and for lots of business owners, the hustle has become the new norm. Our belief? Without the hustle, we can't grow. I'll admit, rather than being one of those relaxed business owners who took to meditating and baking bread during the pandemic, I jumped on the hustle train too. And I kind of feel like I've been on it ever since. As the freelance contracts dried up back then, I was in a panic about where the next dollar was coming from. And so I was soon working seven days a week. Plus with my business now 100% at home, I found removing myself from work almost impossible. I believed that I needed to hustle to succeed, to learn more, do more, create new products and get more clients. Everything around me reinforced the hustle. If I snoozed, I was going to lose big time. Now, as we head into a new financial year, the pandemic has taken a backseat to world events and local natural disasters. Both are impacting our daily lives. There's food and energy shortages. And as inflation increases, so does the cost of living and the cost of doing business. We're all feeling it in the hip pocket. And for lots of business owners, that means our customers stop buying. And once again, we're left wondering where the money is coming from. As our stress levels increase, the default once again is that we need to up the hustle. But we've been here before. It's not the first time we've seen war natural disasters, crazy inflation, high cost of living, and our customers not prepared to spend what they used to. So how is it possible to sustain your business in these times, let alone grow? That's why today I'm diving into how to grow your business in uncertain times 
and why I believe 1% improvements and a little bit of magic beats hustle every time. Okay, times are tough. We all know that. And while it's tempting to panic and start throwing up ideas to increase our business like spaghetti at a wall, just hoping something will stick, my advice for you right now is to just stop and take a huge breath. This is the time to jump off that nonstop treadmill, get off the hustle train and get strategic. It's the perfect time to pull back the layers in your business and really define what success means for you and your business in this next season of life. So first step, let's look at what's working in your business and what isn't. What do you like doing? What's been giving you angst? What do you need to stop doing? And importantly, what do you love doing? While it might seem crazy to ask yourself those questions as a first step, the reality is when you know the answers, you'll have a better idea around the products and services that you currently offer and what you want to continue with and what you need to pair back. Now, I did this exercise at the end of 2021. And surprisingly, the one thing that I decided to stop in my business was one of the things that was making me the most money that I love to do. And that was write content. As I thought about each of my services, I realized that for me, writing content for other people just filled me with complete angst. More importantly, when I ran the numbers, even though I was bringing in a lot of money, it just wasn't a viable service for the time and energy it took me to produce that content. So it's time to get real, to get real with yourself and the current offers in your business. As you're doing this exercise, it's also vital to check in with the numbers because prices have increased across the board and so has the cost of doing business. Your bottom line is probably taking a hit, one that you're not even aware of. And so when you've landed on the offers you want to run with, the next step is to determine what they're going to cost you to deliver. It might be necessary to increase your prices or you might need to take the secateurs to your costs and start cutting expenses. Maybe you need to do both to maintain profitability. Now, the next steps are vital. So feel free to pause this podcast and go and look at your current offers before you continue listening. And whether you've paused and you're back or you just continued listening, when you've got a clear idea of what you're going to carry forward in your business in terms of your products and services, it's time to get into planning mode and to look forward with your sights firmly set on business growth. At this point, it's important to refocus on your success story. What does success mean to you now? And what does that look like over the next 12 months? What does future you look like? How do you feel? What do you look like? Where is your business at? What have you achieved? Can you see yourself? I want you to hold that vision in your mind. Breathe it in. Allow yourself to feel into the positive energy and warm embrace you feel when you've achieved success. Okay, you might need to suspend your disbelief here, but holding that vision firmly in your mind I want you to create a vision board that's going to sit in your office or on your phone, one that you'll see often so that you're reminded of what future you looks like and what you want to achieve. Now, this is the magic, the woo-woo, the mindset shift that's needed to set yourself up for what's ahead. And while it might seem crazy, especially if you're not into this kind of stuff, there's actually science-based evidence that says that those people who create a vision or manifest are more likely to achieve their goals. For me, though, it's rooted in the premise that you can't be what you can't see. 
So what I want for you is to see that future, fabulous, successful version of yourself and then go after that. Now, with your success story in mind and a physical reminder in place, I want you to take a huge step off the hustle train. No, I haven't gone mad and sure, now might feel like it's the wrong time to do that and the right time to work harder than ever before. But for me, after feeling like the hustle culture has been forced down my throat for the best part of two years, I now believe it's just total BS and it's definitely not sustainable. The hustle culture is part of someone else's recipe for success, not mine. And it's taken me a long time to realize that. So unless it's a strategic part of your success story, my advice, it's time to stop. Of course, this might need daily reinforcement as you get used to the idea. I have a reminder that pops up on my phone. But rather than hustle, I think it's time to create a solid plan and embrace what I like to call 1% improvements instead. But before we get into the 1% improvements, let's talk about business growth ideas because business growth right now is what we're after. So you know your core offers, we've decided that hustle is overrated and you're going to get strategic instead. With me? With that in mind, here are some business growth ideas you might want to consider. When you look at your core offers, are there any opportunities that you can see? For example, can you break down a large service into smaller services and offer those bite-sized services at a lower price? Can you deliver a particular service in a different way? For example, rather than a one-to-one delivery, can you do one-to-many? Or can you create a live or evergreen course perhaps? Are there templates, swipe files, or digital products that you use regularly that you might be able to turn into a source of revenue? Perhaps it's a low-cost bundle of products that could be an entry point offer for new clients. Maybe consider offering a shorter version of an existing service. So instead of an hour's one-to-one or an hour's coaching, perhaps offer a mini 30-minute session instead. Consider bundling up products for sale or even have a sale if you've got products that are now obsolete or that you just want to get rid of. Is there something new that will complement your existing suite of offers or can you diversify into another area of business, but one that complements your business too? Now, growth isn't just about adding something new to your business or diversifying. Achieving growth could be as simple as just increasing prices on your current products and services, particularly if you've determined that the cost just isn't cutting it anymore. Speaking of cutting, think about cutting expenses and running a super lean operation. Perhaps you could consider outsourcing so that you've got more time to focus on your area of expertise, knowing that someone else is finalizing that task that you don't like or you don't really understand. And whatever you do, just think outside the box. Can you create a barter system, for example, swap services with a like-minded business owner? It could be a good way to go that will save you both money. Next, it's about creating an achievable plan that pulls it all together. And this is where you decide on your business goals or targets. What do you want to achieve in the next 12 months? And what's the deadline? How will you measure your goal so you know you've achieved it? Then the most important part, what actions do you need to take to make it all work? I'll give you an example. The financial health of my business is essential. So I always have a financial goal in place. This financial year, it's a particular quarterly revenue target that I'm after. And at face value and in the current climate, my revenue goal might seem like an impossible task. 
And I know from experience that looking down the barrel of a significant dollar figure or profit goal can be really daunting and also easy to give up on. So to avoid the overwhelm, it's then all about the action steps that I put in place to achieve that goal. Bottom line, what action can I take today that is going to get me 1% closer to achieving the target that I've set for myself? So for me, the first step is to look at my core services. These are the ones that you decided on earlier. I ask myself, how many of these services do I need to provide across all offers each month to achieve my quarterly goal? Do I need to create something new? That's the growth piece. Or should I devise a marketing plan for what's already working? Perhaps put some ad dollars behind it. What next steps do I need to take and what can I do every day to continue the momentum? What's the 1% improvement or action I can take for longer term maximum impact? Perhaps it's as simple as spending 1% of my time each day working on building my list or nurturing my existing client base. Maybe it's spending 1% of my time each day on social media. You get the picture. The thing is, once I've got a clear idea of what I'll do to keep the potential revenue coming in, I then look for other ways to move the needle closer to my target by 1%. So for me, over quarter one of the new financial year, it's about cutting as many costs as I can, really tightening up those expenses by 1% or hopefully more each month. The point here is that rather than looking for that magic bullet that's going to come in and tick off my goal in one foul swoop, I look for those small incremental changes that are going to get me there without the stress and without the hustle. Over the last few years, we've all been encouraged to eat that frog daily. You've heard that saying before, right? But I think the concept is overrated. Embracing the 1% change method to achieve your goals is kind of like exercising. You're not going to walk into a gym and lift your goal weight on the first attempt, right? But if you add weight often, let's say in 1% increments, before you know it, you'll be lifting your goal weight. And there might even be less pain and less fatigue on the journey. So if it works with exercising... I think the concept is a good one to adopt in your business. And that's why I believe embracing a growth mindset, incorporating 1% improvements, plus that little bit of magic is going to beat hustle every single time. In fact, with your new chilled approach to business, as you hit the ground running this new financial year, you might be surprised with how quickly you achieve your success targets. I've been working on this over the last couple of months and I feel like I'm attracting more and more of my ideal clients and I'm doing more of what I love. I definitely feel more energized, confident and focused and I've got my boundaries firmly in place. The best part for me is I'm not afraid to change up my day, start work an hour late to fit in some exercise, for example, or finish early, something that 12 months ago, there's no way I would have considered. So hopefully after today's podcast, you're inspired to create a success plan for you and your business that fits your unique definition of success, one that helps your business grow and remain profitable during these tough times. But remember, it's time to kick hustle culture to the curb. It definitely doesn't need to be on the radar in your business. It's time to incorporate the magic and embrace 1% improvements as your new normal. Take the pressure off, give yourself space and let the goals, plans and ideas start to flow. And if you need some support, why not consider my new membership, the Business Builders Collective? It's a hands-on, low-cost, monthly action takers membership 
where like-minded business owners can learn, grow, network, share their struggles, and receive practical, easy-to-implement strategies to take their business to the next level. It's about collaboration over competition, learning from industry-best experts who've been there and done that. It's about providing education, accountability, networking, and access to tools, templates, swipe files, and so much more. We all deserve the chance to create the successful business of our dreams. And I hope to see you inside the Business Builders Collective and help you make it happen real soon. So until next time. Thanks for listening to the Secrets of Successful Business podcast. For more information on all things business, head to flossy.com.au and make sure you hit subscribe on the show so you don't miss another new episode. If you're enjoying the show, please give it a quick rating or review, share it on your socials or with friends who might enjoy it. Catch you next time.